Grab a seat. Class is about to start. You don't want to be late for this. This is You Should Know, a podcast about campus life at Seton Hall University. I'm Marian Datu. And I'm Courtney Carr. Today's show is all about the important things you should know as a freshman. From picking your college, deciding your major, commuting versus housing, safety on campus, food of course, and also dealing with your course load. First things first though, picking a college. Let's flip this guide open and begin. I had my major picked out. Um, originally sports management, but I got waitlisted to the business school, so I had to switch to communications. That's senior TJ Mills. A lot of people go through very similar stories where you think you know what you want to do, then you get into it and realize it's something you're really not happy doing. When picking a college, you don't need to know what your major is going to be right off the bat, but knowing does help the process. If you do know your major, the best thing to do is pick your school based on whether they have your major and the reviews on the program. Nick Mariano, a senior journalism major, started researching colleges and compiled a list of potential schools in and out of state. I read a lot of student feedback on the specific colleges. You know, I saw what they were saying about them and how they liked them and how they compared to one another. And a lot of my decision was kind of based off that. Annie Madden, a double major in visual sound and media and creative writing, had a more technical approach to her decision in choosing her school. Her ACT score ultimately decided which school she was going to go to, Seton Hall or her second choice, UNT in Dallas. She needed her score to be just high enough to get her the scholarship she needed to attend Seton Hall. While visiting UNT, Annie finally got her answer. I was actually in the elevator on the way up to talk to the admissions person there when I got the email saying, hey, you got your ACT score, and it was like just high enough to get the scholarship. And so I was like, oh, cool, I can go to Seton Hall now. For others, it has little to do with test scores or online reviews. I think it's divine intervention. Andre Viola, a senior double majoring in communication and radio, debated between military colleges, Rutgers, and St. Peter's University before deciding to go to Seton Hall. Hi, my name is Jake Biondi. I am a senior, and I have a double major in marketing and communication. So I wanted to stay around my cousins and around my brother and my parents and my dogs. So Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people like to go away, but I knew that I wanted to stay around Mm -hmm. this area. Not only was location a factor for Jake, but he also had a family tradition to uphold. Actually, my parents uh, are Seton Hall alumni, as well as my grandfather, as well as my brother. So it's kind of a, a family, family affair. There are many different reasons for choosing a college, but the last thing you want to do is start at a school and later realize it doesn't meet your expectations, program-wise. You will luck out on opportunities given at schools specializing in your major or have programs that do. The do's and don'ts of picking a major sound simple enough. But some people skim right past this. Don't stress about knowing your major. The first couple of years of college are spent taking general requirements, and through taking these different classes, you may come to learn something that interests you. Don't choose a college strictly based on the number of majors they have. Do your research. If you know the major you would like to choose, see if that college is a good fit. That's how Ella Poplowski chose Seton Hall. I decided on Seton Hall firstly because of their OT program and then secondly because it was the least expensive. Do take your time when picking a major. After spending years, tens of thousands of dollars, and racking up loans, it's important to pick a major you can see yourself in as a career. Amanda Irvin, 
also a Seton Hall freshman. I wanted to go to Seton Hall because they had a dual degree occupational therapy program and I wanted to know that I would definitely graduate in six years with a master's program. Not a lot of schools offer a dual degree program. Once students get here, there's help available. My name is Robin Cunningham and I am the Dean of Freshman Studies and special academic programs. We are housed here in Mooney Hall. I've been over here now for, I think, 14 years, but I've been at the university for much longer. I used to work with student athletes. Dean Cunningham says the help actually begins before students arrive. But what we do in freshman studies is uh, right from the beginning of a student's experience when they start their phone calls to us about taking their placement tests, coming to Pirate Adventure, helping them make their schedule for their first fall semester and spring semester, and then also we advise them for their first semester sophomore year. Oftentimes, students will look on Rate My Professor before signing up for a class, and I'll admit, I have done this myself. That can be helpful most of the times, but Dean Cunningham advises freshmen to make their own judgment. That's information that students in the past have written about that teacher. You're your own person have some confidence in yourself. So we do some counseling too around getting used to becoming more of an active student in college, which is different from high school. So we help our students manage the different pace of a college semester, how to manage interacting with professors that are teaching differently, how to manage being away from home. One of the first decisions incoming freshmen must make is whether to commute or live on campus. Some students think that because they commute, that they automatically can't be as involved on campus as somebody who lives here. And I don't agree with that. Even if a student is a commuter, I do believe that there are enough activities dispersed over seven days that they can be as involved as anybody else. So we know that a student's involvement on campus does contribute to their happiness, to their sense of belonging, which is very, very important to all of us here. We want students, regardless of what country they're from, what state they're from, what city they're from, if they're down the street, it doesn't matter to us. We want our students to feel that they belong here. When it comes to commuting versus housing, there are many factors to take into consideration. Don't let others make the decision of whether or not you are housing or commuting. That is something you need to do yourself. Do weigh all the options thoroughly before making a decision. Tommy Rinaldi did this while making his choice. Uh, no, I knew I had to dorm on campus because I didn't have a car, so the only way of me getting anywhere would be my family, so I had to make sure I was on campus and take it from there. So what are you going to get again? I'm getting the bacon, brie, and basil waffle, and then instead of the salad, I'm getting the potatoes. Potatoes, yeah. <laughs> I love potatoes. Salad just doesn't seem like it goes with um, waffles. I know, I'm like, um, I'm not trying to be healthy right now. Exactly. <laughs> it's noon on a Sunday. I sat down for brunch at Gridiron Waffle Shop in downtown South Orange with a writer for Seton Hall's chapter of Spoon University, a foodie news site for college students and the like. My name is Kia Conway. I'm a junior. I double major in journalism and creative writing. Um, 
I'm a staff writer for Spoon University. Kia says the Gridiron Waffle Shop is the spot for brunch, and from a seasoned foodie, I completely trusted her decision. After a five-minute long debate on whether or not we should try the iced chai latte, I asked Kia about what spots she recommended students move to the area. If you're looking in South Orange, definitely go to the Trat. The Trat, or for newbies, Village Trattoria, is an Italian restaurant and pizzeria located on South Orange Avenue. Like, hands down, the best pizza ever. Um, we had like a drunken grandma's pizza, which is like penne vodka sauce and like cheese, and it's literally to die for. I could eat it. I don't eat large pizzas by myself, but I can eat an entire large pizza of that by myself. <laughs> If you're looking for like sushi, Pandang's really good. It's obviously way more fun to go with a group of friends and cheaper. Like you can get like a huge platter of like various types of sushi for like 20, 25 bucks, but like split up between like four people, that's not that much. When it comes to eating on campus, Kia has some tips for the university's dining hall. I would definitely limit the amount of times you go to the cafeteria unless you're gonna make your own food. Um, making pasta is super easy, and um, if you have trouble, there are people there who could help you out. Um, that goes for like the walk station. You can make like stir fried rice and stuff like that. That's also really good. As a resident on campus since freshman year, Kia knows the ins and outs of the cafeteria and other food spots on campus, like the Cove and the Commuter Cafe. Over the years, she learned that making your own food is the best way to go. Um, there's an, also an omelet station, which is like really neat. And honestly, the first time I did it, I was like so clueless. I was like, well, I don't know how to make a really great omelet. <laughs> but um, the lady who works there, she was like, okay, I'm gonna show you how to do it. And next time you can do it by yourself. And she straight up did it for me. But like, Now that we've powered up on pizza, pasta, and omelets, we can help you with one of the hardest things about college, balancing coursework with your social and work life. This is something Courtney figured out early on. I'm graduating early because I was able to take six courses per semester for three out of seven of the semesters I'm here. Now, this might not be for everyone, but as a commuter, it made my commute worthwhile to be here for at least two classes a day. But that's all part of knowing my limits. I will say, as I start to think about graduation, the six courses a semester has helped me in making my final semester here as easy as possible. Don't wait until the last semester to take required courses. It is stressful and unnecessary. If you get the requirements done as early as possible, you will be able to take classes that you like and want to take your senior year and enjoy it that much more. Like podcasting, but sometimes you can work too hard. Marianne knows about that. I personally struggle with knowing when I've reached my limits until it gets really bad, but I always try to remind myself to not stretch myself out too thin. If something can get pushed aside in the meantime, then I push it aside. Self-care is so important to me. Do plan out your schedule, both with enough time to eat, regardless if you're a commuter or resident, and so you don't wear yourself out early on and stop caring. Your course load will vary depending on your major. Amanda, an occupational therapy major, is definitely seeing this discrepancy. Slowed. Uh, last semester I took six classes and this semester I took five. I get a lot of work in my classes, but I wouldn't say that I overloaded myself. Don't let that stop you from choosing your major you are passionate about. Don't get disheartened if you can't take a class you really wanted to at the time. There will be other opportunities. When picking courses, it's always a toss-up between whether or not you'll get all of the classes you want. 
Tommy Rinaldi and TJ Mills both seem to have come to terms with the fact that they can't always get what they want. For the most part, I've winged it since freshman year when it comes to scheduling classes. It's kind of just set because of the limit in professors, so I just deal with what my schedule will look like. Do try to add at least one fun class per semester. It helps you enjoy your semester and makes it easier to go to classes. This brings us to the end of our guide. We'll let Dean Cunningham have the last word. I, you know what I would say? Don't be so hard on yourselves. That's it. You know, you can only be where you're at. You know, your first year is ending now. And however you did, if you did great, celebrate it. If you did terrible, 